0: Testing 1, 2, 3. Can anyone hear me? I don't have much time, so I'll make this short. I'm a time traveler from the year 2077. I know, it's hard to believe, but stay with me. In my future, the CJSR-FM as you know it now has ceased to exist. Wars have ravaged the Earth, and nuclear explosions have wiped out most of the population, all because CJSR didn't hit their donation goal for fund drive. But it's not too late for your timeline you can still save the earth. To donate, call 780-492-2577 or go to cjsr.com slash donate. Do your part. Save the world.
1: Hey everybody, it's History X, the show about what they didn't teach you at school on CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton. This is a fun drive, so... This is that time when we come and ask for your support. Uh, we actually really need it. I mean, it's, it's this community radio is just that. It's put on by people. It's funded by people, people, citizens, not uh, wealthy corporations, not a bunch of tax dollars, not some fancy tech company. No, it's just actual people calling in and saying, these are the voices we like to hear. We want to hear those reflected in our community. And that's what History X does. Uh, History X is a new show, Uh, just a little bit about it. I think I really wanted to find a way to amplify some of the voices and stories that we don't hear in mainstream media. And what better way to do that than to tell stories from history. And so far in the very short history of History X, we have brought you some really interesting stories. For example, one of the... Yeah, it's it's, it's pretty dark stuff, okay? All right, I'm just going to pre- preface this by saying it's some pretty dark stuff. We have, we have delved into the cover-up around the worst incident of racial violence in American history, the Tulsa Race Massacre. How that was covered up, I, I looked into that, especially the role of the media. Then we uh, looked at a a statue that used to be next to the Stanley Milner li- library in Millennium, what's called the Millennium Plaza. It was taken away and we talked to um, people who knew about the history of the statue and why it was so problematic and uh, gave people some context. You know, uh, my very capable and... Talented, sometime co host and assistant producer, Sabrina Tharani, has looked into the misappropriation of some very old school Viking history and Norse mythology by white supremacists. She took that on, and she could not have done that were it not for community radio giving her a voice, giving her a platform to tackle some really Difficult stuff, in a way that doesn't necessarily fit what you're gonna hear on the rest of commercial or, dare I say it, the public broadcaster. Because we make it personal, right? We we even tell jokes. God forbid. Yes, I know. Sometimes we tell some jokes. Uh, I don't know if they're always they always land, but but you know what? Sometimes they do. Um. You know what it is today? It is the day of the dead. El día de los muertos, at least when I'm recording this. I'm, I'm pre-recording. But so actually, when you're hearing this, you're hearing history because it will be the past. Anyway, uh, día de los muertos. Today that you really think about the people who came before you, uh, what their legacy leaves behind, And uh, I can't help but thinking about that when I go to work, even though I haven't been in my office in many months now, I work in one of the oldest buildings on the campus of the University of Alberta. And in fact, the first president of the university had his office just below my office. I know that makes me sound really fancy, but my office is really nothing to write home about, except for the times when you're there and it's late at night and campus is vacated. And you just feel like there's something there. Um, some of the noises you hear, some of the spirits you can just feel. You, you feel it. I, don't, I can't even put my finger on it. But I can put my finger on the fact that 100 years ago, the University of Alberta was actually a site for one of the hospitals in the Edmonton region that was taking care of patients from the last great pandemic we witnessed, which was the Spanish flu. And in 1918, one of the first four professors at the university, he was a civil engineering professor. He decided to help out in Pimpano Hall. And Pimpinah Hall is one of those beautiful buildings that you might walk by on a lovely fall day. The leaves are changing and you think, oh, how quaint. How, how wonderful. This is just such a great little uh, charming experience. Well, Pembina was, was seeing hundreds of flu patients who were really, really sick. And in the basement, they kept the ones that were the most ill. People who couldn't even get out of their bed. And around a quarter to a fifth of them died. Died right there uh, on campus in, in that year of 1918, including this professor that I alluded to earlier. He passed away, helping take care of the sick. Um, there's a plaque to him down underneath my, my office. And uh, when I get back, when I get back to school, if I ever get back there, um, I'm going to, to pay it a visit. Because there are so many ghosts on campus. By the way, the professor's name, William Muir Edwards, professor of civil engineering. I just wanted to mention his name. Died on his birthday, his 39th birthday. He had contracted the Spanish flu while taking care of the sick in Pemina Hall. Anyway. I'm not a real believer in the supernatural, but I can feel some of these presences and uh, actually in Pembina Hall, there is said to be a ghost of a nurse who also died in the line of line of work, taking care of, of, of some of the patients. She had fallen in love and, and her, her be- beloved had also died down there, and she is said to be wandering the hallways looking for him. There's also the boy with blue lips on an Athabasca Hall and the boy with blue lips, he. He was a boy who had come with his parents just as they were building the first few buildings at the university. They were building Athabasca Hall. Another one of those charming uh, older buildings and his father was working as a laborer Laying, laying stones He was a mason His mother was Working back at the camp And the boy had disappeared And finally he came back and, and she said where have you been And he said he was down by The North Saskatchewan River Playing And she said don't ever go to that river And He had to fess up that of course he had But he had left his coat there So he went back to get his coat And it was down by the banks and he fell in and was washed away and he froze to death and later it was said that his spirit, uh, he was still there in his flannel shirt and his spirit with his cold, trembling blue lips were wandering that hallway at Athabasca. And many people have seen him. Actually, he's was not just spotted after he died, but all the way into the 1940s. So you know, it's something to think about, right? As you're, if if you are uh, listening to this and in any way associated with the UVA, to think about those those spirits and what and how how just just take a minute to think about them, you know, to think about. What lives were led 100 years ago? You're listening to CJSR 88.5 FM and the show History X, the show about what they didn't teach you in school. I'm your host, Russell Cobb. Every episode on History X, we explore the unknown nooks and crannies of history, what was left out of the official textbooks and mainstream stories. This week, it's Fun Drive, and we're telling ghost stories, so stay right there.
0: Holy moly! Donating to CJSR's 2020 Fun Drive campaign just got a whole lot easier. You can donate 10 bucks by texting CJSR to 41010, and 10 bucks will just be added to your next phone bill. Easy peasy, text CJSR to 41010 and show us the love. Cause you know, we love you back. You know that, right? Yay. I know it's a stretch, but you know include that tag as well, but take as many pictures as you want. Now my friends right here tonight behind me here we have of course the Walter Dale Playhouse, which now of course is a theater. However, back in the early 1900s this building used to be a fire hall, one of Strathcona's first volunteer fire departments. Now of course in modern day in the 21st century, Modern-day fire halls have such unique equipment as motorized vehicles and computers. However, back in the early 1900s, fire halls like the Walterdale here, they relied on animals, in particular horses, to just pull the fire wagons to their destinations. And it does seem that the horses that used to work and live in this building on the bottom floor, that they were very efficient at their job. All it would take was the mere ringing of the emergency bell from the bell tower that's still attached around back. All it would take is the mere ringing of that bell. The horses, upon hearing that bell, would automatically just leave their stalls from inside this building, taking their places directly in front of the fire wagon to be ready to work. And of course, it does seem that. The
1: You're listening to Nadine Bailey explain the haunted aspects. Of the old Strathcona neighborhood of Edmonton. We're actually in front of an old fire department and she's going to explore the rest of old Strathcona in just a few minutes. This is History X, the show about what they didn't teach you in school. Hey, have you contributed to Fun Drive yet? You need to because it's only once a year and this is community radio and we can't do it without you. So go to cjsr.com Make your pledge or call 780-492-2577.
0: ...ready to work. And of course it does seem that some of these horses may have remained behind in death in case they are needed. It has been told me by many actors and employees who work here at the theater. Some of them are inside tonight rehearsing for a show. A lot of these actors have said that when they're in this building in the evening, that they can distinctly hear the sound of a ringing bell. After the sound of that bell, they can hear horse's name and the sounds of these horses' hooves just clip-clopping along the cement floor. It of course was seen that these horses are just taking their places, getting ready to work even into eternity. Now there is another spirit present here at the Playhouse and this spirit is, believe me that, of one of the original volunteer firemen, a man actually by the name of Walter, who worked, volunteered, and died in this building in 1917. Now this volunteer fireman, Walter, he actually died in the second story bunkhouse, which today, that's the makeup room, the dressing room for all the actors here. But it's upstairs in that makeup room today where all the strangest things do seem to happen. Actors tell me that when they're sitting upstairs at their makeup table putting on a lot of their theatrical makeup that their large cases containing all their makeup will suddenly just slide from one side of the counter all the way down to the other end of the room for no apparent reason. Now, more recently, a friend of mine was actually performing in a show here at the Playhouse in which she had to put on a platinum blonde wig for the show. It was opening night, she was sitting upstairs at her makeup table most of the afternoon and, and this platinum blonde wig was in front of her on her table all day. One hour before showtime, however, she stood up, turned around, got into her costume but when she turned back around to grab for that wig, it suddenly had just vanished. Where it went, nobody knew. Now, with only one hour to showtime, a frantic search began within this theater. The actors, the employees, they told me that they searched in every nook and cranny. Now, the wig was eventually discovered five minutes before showtime down on center stage. How it got there to this day, still nobody knows but it is something that all the actors here talk about before any performance. Now, the people that do work and volunteer here at the Playhouse, many of them have been volunteering here for the last 25 years. They're all very well aware of that volunteer fireman Walter, who died right upstairs in 1917. And of course, they all believe that it is Walter's spirit that is still wandering throughout the old fire hall, still to this present day. Well, my friends, as I did tell everybody at the beginning of the tour, we're going to be walking all over Strathcona tonight. So I'm going to ask everyone here to please be very careful where you're walking tonight. We will be walking a lot of back alleyways, there's a lot of potholes, uneven sidewalks, a lot of of constructions happening. So just be very careful where you're walking. So we're going to start this walk off this evening by very carefully jaywalking across the street And if anybody here gets a jaywalking ticket tonight, I'm pretty sure he's gonna pay for it. Let's go.
1: (laughs) Hey everybody, it's Russ back here on History X. Um, So the tour continues and we do jaywalk very carefully across the street. And uh end up in this this alley. And um the alley's pretty uh, gentrified now, but it turns out that, you know, back in the day there were lots of murders in this particular alleyway. It's kinda of tucked in between the old Strathcona Hotel, which had a has had a very seedy reputation, and a couple bars. And um Nadine, man, she told this story. Oh, it was gruesome. It was about a murder. And it's not one of those like Victorian 19th century murders. It was a murder from 1982. It involved a prostitute and a headless apparition that really spooked some, some travelers. Um, it's not PG, that's for sure. So anyway, we're just going to continue on. You're listening to History X, the show about what they didn't teach you in school It's a Halloween, fun drive, Dia de los Muertos edition, so we're telling some gruesome stories, some ghost stories. Uh, We're trying to freak you out a little bit, but mainly we're trying to get you to call 780-492-2577 and pledge your support for Community Radio. May I suggest the $30 level. So you get the friends of CJSR card. It has discounts to all the things the cool kids do in the city of Edmonton. Oh, pay no attention to the jackhammer behind me. Yeah, that is a jackhammer. I am having a sidewalk torn up. Uh, but don't pay attention to that. Pay attention to all the good community radio does for you. We inform, we entertain. That is our mission. We bring marginalized, non-mainstream voices to the FM dial to compete with all those boring classic rock and modern country stations. That's what we do. We need your help to do it. It's not cheap. Anyway, let's go somewhere else. Um, I think we need a little musical break. As I was thinking about this and thinking about how, yeah, we're kind of stuck in Alberta. Um, One of the places that I find always kind of fascinating and haunting, is uh, Frank, the little town of Frank, Alberta. And you've probably heard the story about Frank. It was buried under a massive rock slide around the turn of the 20th century. And it was really one of the worst tragedies in Canadian history. So many people dead. And there's lots of, lots of stories and tales and myths about Frank, but there's also a really good song by the rural Alberta, Advantage, Frank, my love. Um, hi, Sabrina. How's it going?
2: It's going good. How are you?
1: I- I'm okay. This has been a crazy time and wow, it's, um, election day. I'm recording this from my car in Queen Elizabeth Park on a <laughs> laptop, which I have barely braced on the steering wheel. Um, and it's fun drive and, and, and what could be more fun than that? Cause it's fun drive, fun drive, 2020 where the one time, just one, one single time during the year, we really need your support. We ask for your support because we cannot do community radio without people, people make it happen. Um, so, you know, I'm sitting here in this car and in the river valley, which is always nice. It's always nice to get into the river valley. And, you know, just the other day I did this amazing tour of the river Valley with a professor named Dwayne Donald, who like walked us through the river Valley and explained, you know, we know that like the river Valley, Edmonton was like as a gathering place has been a gathering place for thousands of years, but he kind of explained how the trading happened way before Europeans ever got here and how important the river is and where are the good places to cross and what kinds of things were traded and it just you know it's just one of those moments where like you de- you dive into history and it just changes h- how you feel about the place that surrounds you and um you know i guess history x our show the the show about what they didn't teach you in school is we we try to do a little bit of that um Sabrina like how did you I don't even really know <laughs> how did you how did you find history x uh
2: so I first heard about history x during news training for cjsr so that's a two-day training process for new volunteers who want to do some kind of like spoken word um, or reporting reporting programming on cjsr um, and immediately I had thought about how that show would be such a good fit for me, because for about the last five or so years, I've been listening pretty regularly to shows like Lore and like Criminal, which explore those lesser known aspects of history, but they're also American. And it's super interesting still, but like you said, it's, there's something um, special about learning more about the place where you live and learning more about the histories of the people and the places that surround you. So yeah. once I heard about History X's premise being essentially that um, I jumped on the opportunity and uh, now I'm here.
1: I'm really glad you're here. Like you said, you know, it, it can't happen without that training. Right. I mean, the training is mm-hmm. pretty it's pretty intense. Right. And, and there's no way you can do the training and learn all the learn all the technology and equipment and production without some money like it's you got to have money to do it i mean we we are we are all volunteers and it is community radio but um, this stuff does not come for free um so tell me more about how you got into how you how you why why CJSR oh you, you said you were a podcast fan right that's that's how we yeah. initially connected you're in, you're in the same podcast um so we've only been do- at this for a few months tell me like what is what have you learned so far like what's the most striking thing you've learned uh, doing a show about unexplored or at least unknown local histories
2: well one of the most uh, striking things I suppose is that uh, I didn't realize how much history Edmonton actually had um, my family hasn't been here for like generations it's a first gen- I'm a first-generation kid to immigrant parents. The way that we engage with the city and with its history is very, very different than I think many of my peers do, whose parents and grandparents and great-grandparents have lived in the Edmonton area or in the city itself for a long time. So even something is just as simple as learning about the um, statue of the traitor, that episode that you did, that's something I'd never, learned about you had asked me oh have you seen the statue and I was like I think I vaguely have seen that statue but it's not something that I've you know spent time thinking about and um I almost regret that I hadn't but a show like History X can give me that and give other others like me who don't have those um long established like roots in Edmonton or the kind of um social relationship I guess to the city to explore parts of
1: the city that we wouldn't ordinarily find out about. I had the same reaction. I've lived here for 12 years. I'm actually an immigrant myself, although, you know, immigrating from the US is a totally different proposition than immigrating from other parts of the world. But, uh, I'm sad to say that I probably walked by that library for, you know, over 12 years, never noticed that statue. And um, once I did notice it, I thought, well, okay, there's a, a guy, he's trading a, something with a, there's a European man trading with an indigenous man. They're about the same height, seems okay to me. And then once we delved into it and talked to the indigenous historian, Rob Wool, all these things started to come up. I mean, just one that just really stri- struck me was the unequal trading terms of what they were trading. <laughs> that the indigenous man is bringing this indigenous, or, or excuse me, the indigenous man is bringing an entire skin. uh, And then he's getting like a blanket for it. And that is not a one-to-one trade. I mean, there's so many things that were wrong about the statue, you know, but that's just one example of, of the kind of stuff that we, we like to dig into. Uh Sabrina, t- tell us just really quickly, like about, the episode that you did and and like what you what you learned what you took away from it
2: so the episode that i did was discussing and exploring the misappropriation of norse mythology by white supremacist groups um and it's it's pretty close to home for a lot of us that live in in edmonton because we have a pretty active chapter um in the area of the sons of odin so it's it's something that we've heard about. So the show allowed me to talk to um, a couple of experts, both on Norse mythology and on hate crime and hate crime research um, to explore, you know, why is this a phenomenon that's happening and what can we do about it? Um, What I really, what surprised me about the show is that I left it feeling more optimistic than I entered. Um, Just given that we have fantastic people in the community that are actively working to dispel these notions of, of white supremacy and its relationship to Norse mythology, um, and that we do see it in a growing pop culture community that is an active attempt to move away from these uh, stories that can do harm to so many people.
1: And I, I thought one of the things that I loved about that show was seeing that so many of those icons or myths were were like completely misread by the white supremacists i thought oh they're called sons of odin they must have some visceral connection to odin but they they don't they kind of made it up and like as you said as you brought up there's lots of people that are working against that, including some of these people involved in neo-pagan religions that are looking back more closely to the, the origin stories Mm -hmm. and the origin stories are not, I mean, it's not like that they're living in some like happy multicultural 20th century, you know, enlightened place, but there's, but they're not, they don't have this sort of racist, uh, white supremacist or even white supremacist, um, Uh, Notions like they're 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 they were Taken and misread Willfully misread By people um, Mm -hmm. To do that yeah
2: There's the of course the Thor Arc of films in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe I'm a huge Assassin's Creed fan And coming out in the next year or so is Assassin's Creed Valhalla Which is a Viking themed uh, (laughs) Video game that does Incorporate elements of the um uh, of the Norse pantheon Of gods So it's it's so ingrained In, in the kind of c- Content that we consume On a mass scale So it was interesting for me to be able to kind of Look at it critically and see Are are we going the right direction with it
1: Yeah I mean c- Because you know pop culture is weird I mean pop culture mm. doesn't Really encourage you to really Dig into the, the, the deep roots Of things and how um, to explore how myths are created and then manipulated. That's not to say that they're, they're bad. It's just to say that, that there is a, they're invested in a sort of mythology. And you know, like that's what we do here is we try to dig a little deeper, dig under the surface. So what we're asking for you listener is to support us as we do this because it, is a labor of love. Yes, we don't get paid to do it, but we need you to keep the lights on. Uh, we are able to broadcast on 88.5. We're able to, to broadcast on the FM dial. And uh, we've got a, a good slate of new podcasts coming out of from CJSR. We've got a lean, mean uh, staff and yeah. I mean, that's what we do. So we got it we 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 need your support. We're asking you to donate. You can go to cgsr.com and there's a donate button there or just call. Uh what's the number, Sabrina?
2: 780-492-2577 extension 0.
1: And that'll connect you to a person, like an actual person, a volunteer. Mm-hmm. And it's not like calling some call center where you're on wait and it sucks. Like people are genuinely happy to hear from you. It's like one of the most joyous phone calls you will make. So make that call. And um, if I can be so bold as to recommend a donation level, I really, really, really gotta tell you that if you are at the $30 level, it is amazing because you get the Friends of CGSR card. And like all the cool kids, all the things that the cool kids do in Edmonton are on the CGSR card. So you'll get 10% off 5% off, even 20% off you get two for one at certain things. So like just a few of my, I'll just give you some of my favorite ones. Like I always get my haircut at Barber Ha. shout out Barbara Ha. love them 10% off. And Hey, with a haircut and a beard trim, that stuff can get expensive. Um, All Deep Massage and Wellness, Alley Cat Brewing, Blind Man Brewing. Love my Blind blind Man uh, Session IPA. 10% off at Blind Man. Blackbird Music, I'm a huge vinyl nerd. You get 10% off. Some LPs are, like, expensive. Like, I'll drop $50 on an LP. That gets me $5. So you, you can see where I'm going with this. Like, just... That's $30 to get you at that Friends of CGSR level. And that thing will pay for itself really quickly if you're doing all the stuff the cool kids do. Sabrina, what do you think?
2: I think it's a great option. I mean, two for one at Yellowed. That's, that's hey. never going to go damn bad to my books.
1: <laughs> two for one at Yellowed. Yes, yes. So do it. Uh, it's just going to take a few minutes again. What's the number again, Sabrina?
2: It is 780-492-2577. And you just need to hit the extension number zero when you call.
1: Yeah, you just go there. uh, You'll talk to somebody or you if you're you're one of those shy people that doesn't like to pick up the phone, you can always go to CGSR, cgsr cgsr.com. It will take you right there. You'll click to donate to Fund Drive 2020. And you go in, you go on there again. $30 donation level gets you the Friends of CJSR card. You go up the levels. There is some incredible swag. I love the t-shirt. The t-shirt is beautiful. Uh, It gives you the audio passport. You know, we're all stuck. We're all stuck here. We can't really go anywhere. But on CJSR, you can go to Persia or Iran. You can go to Poland. You can go to Latin America. Because those are just some of the shows that are represented where we have community members from those places. They'll play music, tell you stories, um, tell you the news from places that frankly you just can't go to right now, even if you wanted to. Um, so that's your audio passport. You can, there's a, um, there's a a higher level where you can get a toque. Yes. A CGSR toque. You can even get an art print. There's lots of different options. You select the option that is right for you. It's cgsr 88.5, takes you where you want to go, um, the audio passport. I love it. Um, well, let's wrap this section up and probably let's get to another ghost story from Nadine at Edmonton Ghost Tours. You heard a little bit about those ghost tours. We're going to get to some more ghost stories because It still is the day of the dead. November 1st and 2nd are the Dia de los Muertos. And uh, we should be thinking about that, right? We should be thinking about the spirits and the presences that continue to influence us in ways that maybe we aren't even aware of. And that's what we do on History X as well. We explore the deeply hidden histories that continue to move through us.
0: goes back to 1917 and surrounds the story of a young lady by the name of Sarah Ann. Now Sarah Ann was very new to the town of Strathcone in 1917. She had just arrived on the railway and she actually rented one of the rooms on the third floor of the Princess Theatre that was a rooming house at that particular time. Now when Sarah Ann arrived here in Strathcone she had no family with her, she really didn't have any friends. but about But about six months into Sarah Ann's stay here in Strathcona, Sarah Ann found herself in somewhat of a predicament. You see, Sarah Ann was not yet married, yet she was now pregnant. Of course, being an unwed mother back in 1917, completely unacceptable. Sarah Ann didn't know what to do. She had no family with her in town. However, a few weeks later, the baby's father said that he would man up that he would do the right thing, and that he would marry Sarah Ann. Now, Sarah Ann was so excited about getting married that she actually went to a local dress shop right here on White Avenue, just three doors down, bought a very beautiful, yet simple, modest white dress for her wedding day. However, however, two days before this wedding was to take place, her fiancé completely called off the whole wedding, He hopped on the first train that morning and he left town. He abandoned pregnant Sarah Ann. Sarah Ann was in such a state of panic that morning that she returned here to her third floor rooming house. She put on her white wedding dress that she was supposed to wear in three more days on her wedding day. And very sadly, very tragically, she actually hung herself in her bedroom. But what makes this story even sadder, the fact, is that her body was not discovered until 15 days later. And the only reason that her body was discovered still hanging in her bedroom was for the fact that the landlord was coming to collect that month's rent. Since that time period, since this building has always been a theater, the legend of Sarah Ann has continued on to this day. Many people still witnessing the apparition of the woman in white hovering above their projection room walking around the central lobby and up and down the grand staircase. Now, it's a beautiful theater on the inside, and I always encourage people to go inside and check it out. But now they're closed right now because of COVID for a while, but when they're open, head inside, and actually talk to the staff that work there. They love to tell customers about their own stories of the woman in white.
1: That was Nadine Bailey of Edmonton Ghost Tours talking about the ghost of the Princess Theater, Sarah Ann otherwise known as the Lady in White. You're listening to History X on the mighty, mighty CJSR 88.5 FM in Edmonton. It's also a podcast. And guess what? We need your help. We need your support. We need you to call 780-492-2577, extension 0, Talk to our friendly volunteers. Tell them that you would like to pledge your support. They will tell you about all the amazing swag we have. We have lots of cool benefits. If you're in Edmonton, there is a Friends of CGSR card you get at $30 level that will get you all kinds of discounts on all kinds of cool stuff, cool merch. I always like to get my hair cut at Barbara Haw. 10% off there. You get your vinyl records at Blackbird Music, 10% off. You're going to get some kind of ice cream at Yellowed, two for one. So many different uh, uh, discounts and perks you get being part of the CGSR family. Call us, support us. We bring marginalized voices to the fore. We entertain, we delight you, and we inform you all the things you need.
3: This is the number to call. You must pledge your support for CJSR. Seven eight zero four nine two two five seven seven. Seven eight zero four nine two
0: two five seven seven.
2: 780 492
3: This is the number to call.
2: Our listeners, this is Sabrina, semi-regular contributor to and assistant producer of History X. I wanted to take a moment during our extra special fun drive episode to talk to you about my own experience joining the CJSR family and subsequently the History X team. First off, you're hearing me on listener-supported community radio. Everything you hear on CJSR is produced by volunteer community members that means for history x it's primarily been russell and i connecting with members of the beautiful city we call home and beyond in our own time to bring you something fresh interesting and unique that's what makes cjsr special it's radio for you by you and it's because of this philosophy that you're even hearing me now So, a little background on me. I'm a U Alberta alum, an after-degree studies student in the Faculty of Arts, and I come to you now as a former aimless youth. I spent hours and hours of my first undergrad degree, which is in political science by the way, tucked in nooks and crannies, different hideouts around campus, hidden behind piles and piles of textbooks and highlighters, listening of course, to CJSR to get me through yet another study session. So I graduate, a couple years pass, I'm doing fine, I know everything on paper is doing well, I'm following the formula, graduation, job, pay off those ridiculous student loans. In theory, everything's fine. But I'm looking for that spark, that little bit of joy that's missing, that little bit of ikigai or sense of fulfillment, that's what's missing. So after a lot of self-reflection, that meant essentially starting from scratch or almost. And if you've ever tried to break into a new field of work or study, you know that it's really hard. Maybe you're like me. You haven't had a chance to network with the right people. You don't have a resume that's filled with the right work experience. You might not even have the right volunteer experience. You have no idea where to start. The only thing you know is that you like listening to podcasts. You know what sounds good. You know what doesn't sound good. Does that mean you know how to make them? Sure as heck doesn't. Anyway, for me, it felt like a dead end. And that's where Russ and the CGSR team came in. Like many of us these days, I've been consuming very little outside of podcasts. All the hits, of course Radio Lab, This American Life, uh, Reply All, Criminal, Serial, Lore, and honestly, most if not all of, C- of CBC's fantastic investigative journalism and podcast form. It had always felt like a far fetched dream to have someone listening to me on the phone or radio. So when I stumbled upon a posting on the Students' Union Volunteer Repository, I took a shot in the dark and sent an email to the station. Fast forward a few weeks, and I was getting the most engaging, the most empowering training to produce spoken word content. I got a taste of recording, of editing, of interviewing, and I fell in love with the process altogether. I can tell you, without a shadow of a doubt, that taking the plunge to attend new stream training over the summer at CJSR has put me on a path to really achieve that dream. You'll have heard our host and creator, Russell, earlier in the show. I can tell you that I've never had the pleasure of working with such a fountain of knowledge, someone we're lucky to have in Edmonton bringing us compelling and interesting stories, and someone that I'm so lucky to have as a guide and mentor during this journey of mine. So, History X is all about those compelling and interesting stories. Our goal as a show is to bring you a hidden, misunderstood, or misrepresented piece of history and challenge you to rethink what you know and even what you think you know. Growing up, history, social studies, whatever you called it, it was always that one dry subject. I won't sugarcoat it, you know what I mean. It's the textbook definition of boring. And not only that... It's hardly the tip of the iceberg when it comes to so many topics that affect us as global citizens and as Treaty 6 inhabitants. What we want to do at History X is bring that spark back to history, bring you those hidden stories, those surprising truths, forgotten pasts, depressed narratives, all that good stuff. With support from people around the city and beyond, History X has been able to bring you history that matters history that goes beyond your intro-level university course or your 12th grade provincial diploma studies. You're supporting CJSR staff who work tirelessly to give us the support that we need. You're supporting diverse programming for groups who don't have access to mainstream media. You're supporting shows like History X, allowing us to bring you diverse stories that reflect you. If you support what CJSR brings to the community... Show us your support and help us reach our 75k goal by giving us a call. You can talk to a real live person at 780-492-2577 extension 0 or you can donate online if that's your jam at cjsr.com. In addition to that, for the first time ever, listeners will also be able to text to donate. So if that's more your speed... All you gotta do to donate $10 to the station is to text CJSR to 41010. That's it. The $10 donation will be added to your phone bill. It's quick, it's easy, and it's painless. It's listeners like you that keep History X and CJSR going, and it's listeners like you that let me get my second chance.
1: Now, if that heartfelt and compelling testimony by Sabrina there did not get you excited to donate to CJSR. I don't know what will. Maybe you have no heart. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, I just want to say it is easy. It is super easy. And if you're daunted by the phone call, don't be. Because when you call and you talk to people, they're super excited. I mean, CJSR is your audio passport. This is your travel plans, folks listening to history X, it takes you to other times. It's like a time machine. It's like, like Dr. Evil in Austin Powers. Remember when he goes like, it's a time machine. Did you know uh, there's music on here that just kind of blows me away. Like sometimes I went, well, before the pandemic, I'd come in, there'd be heavy metal. Sometimes there would be like intense news and commentary in Persian. Or even in Polish, I used to also fill in for the Latin American music show. Shout out Agua Latina. Oh yeah, and shout out to Diana Chiang Jurado. Speaking of people who get the right training and mentorship and just discover a voice and a talent, Deanna uh, a couple of years ago won the, a nationwide award for a feature that she produced with me on uh, rock in Argentina and its role in the military dictatorship. Speaking of politics yesterday was the election in the United States and I'm a little wrung out. I'm a little stressed out and uh, I've just got a big headache watching so many numbers fluctuate here and there. And the thing that just soothes my soul is the deep quest for knowledge about why things are the way they are, you know, like, On the surface, you turn on cable news and you see all these statistics and data spit out at you about who votes for whom and why and where and what exit polls say what. But I'm just really convinced, like deeply convinced that the meaning behind that data is unearthing the histories and reexamining other histories that we think we know. And with that, I'm just gonna say that this is History X, the show about what they didn't teach you in school on the mighty, mighty CJSR 88.5 FM. It's been a delight being with you here again during Fun Drive. Please, please make your pledge. You know, one last time, I just gotta tell you if you're one of those people that's like, I just can't be bothered. Hey, you can just text 41010. Text 41010 and just write CJSR, boom, $10 added to your phone bill. Or go to cjsr.com and there's a donate um, option there. Tell them History X sent you. And special thanks to Sabrina Tharani, to Nadine Bailey of Edmonton Ghost Tours. And uh, to all you folks out there that gave me some leads on some ghost stories, um, we'll be back next week, actually. We're usually here bi-weekly, but next week we'll be back with more ghost stories. So yeah, Halloween's over, Dia de los Muertos is over, but it sure does feel pretty spooky out here, doesn't it? Yeah, these are are, uh, frightening times. So we'll see you again next week. Take care.
3: What is CJSR going to do with all that money from the fun drive?
2: Well, son, CJSR broadcasts from a solid gold zeppelin that circles Edmonton. The pilots spilled 100-year-old scotch on their leather chairs last month, so they'll have to be replaced. Also, the DJs at CJSR get paid $1,000 a minute, so that adds up pretty quickly. And don't forget about the king and queen of CJSR. They eat nothing but steak and lobster all day long. And when it gets cold in the winter, they have to burn piles of money to keep warm. But it's all worth it, because without CJSR, we'd have no choice but to listen to all of that commercial gobbledygook on the radio. So you can forget about college, son. CJSR is getting all of my money.
3: Yay! CJSR rocks! The staff and management of CJSR want to assure our listeners that
0: none of what you just heard is true. What is true is that we need your financial support
1: during our annual fund drive.
2: Hey, lady, where do yous want us to put all these
1: Picassos? Shh! Dial and donate. Show your support for CJSR.